And actually, the Bar Association sends out mass emails to all the local attorneys saying someone is looking for a potential will for this person. Can anyone check their client files? And if anyone did a will for this person, please let us know right away. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Welcome into Complete Estate Planning. I'm Ben George, joined as always by our good friend, Nick Rosenbauer, estate planning attorney and the owner of Rosenbauer Law Office, which you'll find online at CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. Nick, welcome in. How's it going? Hey, doing great. Doing great, Ben. I know we're uh, uh, recording this here at the end of September. Uh, For those of uh, listeners, I think it'll probably post sometime uh, next month. Uh, But we're getting to that time of year where fall is coming. My wife actually put all of the the leaves and all of her pumpkin accessories up uh, nice. in the last uh, week or so, and we have a lot of them. Uh, that's for darn sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's getting the sweaters out, so it's turning into that time of year where the high for the days will, be, you know, during the day will be seventy-five, and the low at night will be forty-five. So we're right. we're getting those thirty-degree temperature swings. So you get a little bit of everything all in one day. I'm not sure if you're getting that where you're at, but uh, that's kind of the running joke here in greater Cincinnati. If you don't like the weather, don't worry, it'll change soon enough. Yeah. I mean, I like it most because humidity starts to leave now, right? So even when it is yeah. 80 degrees, it feels still feels awesome. But yeah, this is a great time of the year and hopefully everyone is enjoying a great 2021, but uh, hopefully we'll finish on a high note as we close out the year. And, and again, if you haven't made estate planning a priority yet, you know, you're probably listening to this show because either you do or you're thinking about it. I encourage you to reach out to Nick. CincinnatiEstatePlan.com is the website. On the website, right at the front, you'll see a big uh, orange button, request a consultation for my family, or you can schedule a call with Nick. Either way, I'll get on his calendar and start uh, setting this up with uh, someone who does this every day and is really looking out for your best interest long-term and your families as well to make sure everyone is taken care of. Today, though, Nick, we're going to kind of change things up. We, we kind of backed ourselves into a corner. We did. On the podcast. Uh, I don't know if it was last episode or two episodes ago. Either way, we were talking about what if you didn't actually like your family? How would you how would you plan your estate? Because everything we do right, is in the best interest of our families. But I guess today is more of a tongue-in-cheek approach to, to what you do every day. Well, you would hope so. Although I'm, <laughs> I'm sure out there there's someone who... You know, if, if their their family has been unkind to them, uh, perhaps, you know, and, and don't, I'm not taking any liability or responsibility for this, but I'm sure there's someone out there who is looking for a way to get back at their family. Um, and again, this is all hypothetical, of course, not providing any real legal advice, you know, with all the air quotes and, um, you know, the disclaimers, if you want to call it that. But, uh, you know, it's almost like a kind of opposite day. But yeah, if I wanted to mess things up and I was really mad at my family and I wanted them to deal with the nightmare on the way out, well, we got some tips for you uh, on what to do here. Yep. So estate planning, if you hate your family, it is what we're talking about today. And everything we usually spend time on, and we're 
more than 40 episodes in and, and everything's up online and we appreciate you going back and listening to all the conversations we've had. But we're talking about how to make the best of a tough situation, right? And, and how to make sure things go smoothly. But you know, generally it's a, it's a selfless act to do what you do every day, Nick, with work with clients to, to make sure they have a good estate plan. They're worried about other people, right? That's the whole idea. But what if you don't want to make it easy for your family? That's what we're going to try to kind of walk you through today. How, how to do things maybe the the wrong way uh, in your mind, Nick, but maybe the right way for someone who doesn't want their family to uh, to do things. We start with the very first one, and that's simply just don't even have a plan. Uh, exactly. And that's probably something that pops into everyone's mind, especially all of our listeners. The best way to screw it up is to not have a plan at all. Um, so having no plan, obviously we've gone over this before, means the local probate judge eventually will have to decide things. Um, now, certainly there's guidelines and, 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 and rules that the judge has to follow, but the judge, he or she, they'll decide who's in charge of everything, how things are handled, how much the decision maker gets paid, when the money can be distributed, whether or not the house can be sold or not, uh, what the inheritance plan will be, whether well, state law guidelines for that, certainly, but they're in charge of everything. And this, of course, means your family members, well, they're, they're not in charge, and, and you're certainly not in charge. They're kind of, you know, they basically have to kiss the ring or bow down at the altar of the probate judge, which there's no altar at the, at least at the probate courts near me, but they, some mm-hmm. of the places seem to they seem to think they sit on an altar. Um, you know, they seem to think that uh, they're in church, uh, not a probate court, but it's another conversation for another day. Um, and then they'll have to apply uh, and basically ask permission to be a decision maker, get reimbursed for any bills, you know, if they had to p- prepay your funeral or handle credit card bills, things like that. And in order to do that, of course, you have to get an attorney. And then obviously, the way it ends up turning everyone against each other, even if that wasn't what you meant to do. Mm-hmm. Because if I am saying, I want to be in charge of this, I want to be in control, let me make the decisions and handle it. Well, my brother, my sister, anyone else who's involved, it means they're not in control. And if they want to be in control, then they naturally have to fight me and say they're better and I'm worse. So everyone ends up getting an attorney and ends up fighting. Yeah, that's a, you'd be off to a great start if that was your goal. Uh, that's the first tip. How about, Nick, if somebody was trying to uh, make sure their family wasn't taken care of, they probably wouldn't be talking to you at all, right? They'd probably be going online, using one of those templates, just doing a, a maybe a DIY estate plan. That's one way to do it. They may talk to me, but they certainly won't hire me because I try to make things better. Um, so we would, we would find out real early uh, in our conversation that we're not you know, our, our uh, philosophies don't align. Um, but yeah, those, if we talked about before, they're bound to be full of errors, mistakes. A lot of times they don't even state what you really want. They're all pre-written templates. And then especially the DIY things, it's like those choose your own adventure books. If you remember from grade school, I used to love those, Ben. I don't know if you ever, if you yeah. ever read those when yeah. you were a kid. And a computer algorithm written by some computer programmers is basically creating the documents and I don't want to call it legal advice. There is none. So a lot of times family gets confused, scared, and then you have to decide how bad the documents are if you're okay with just rolling the dice with them or if you hire an attorney to get it challenged or overturned. 
Um, actually dealing with a couple, uh, one probate right now where there was a DIY uh, situation, and it's it's not pretty. So we, we basically had to have a talk on, hey, if, if the judge lets this slide, it'll go one way. If it doesn't, then we need to go back to the drawing board. Okay, so it's kind of a risk. And, and was it worth trying to get it thrown out? Um, and, and what's going to happen? So again, the unknown doesn't always do what you want. Usually there's mistakes. And then also, how do we know the plan is set up right? It probably isn't because the, you certainly don't get much legal advice. That's for darn sure. So if you really want to make things hard on the family, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, it's a great approach to take the DIY online, leave Nick alone and do it on your own. All right. What about your children? What what would you what approach would you take with the, your children if you're trying to make it difficult for people? Uh, well, this one hits hits close to home, obviously, because uh, my little guy at home. The best thing to do, and this will really cause some fights. Don't have any provisions. Uh, don't name any guardians for the kids if you pass away. Okay, so you pass away. Let the family fight over who's going to be the guardians or the substitute parents and who will take the kids. And you know, Ben, everyone is just going to apply and say, and basically volunteer and say, I'll do it out of obligation, if nothing else, right? I mean, wouldn't you be surprised if you're, you know, if the grandparents, so if I died tomorrow, if my wife's parents didn't raise their hand and say, I will take Adam, which is my son's name, I would be surprised. But also, I wonder if, you know, my siblings, my wife's sibling, any of our friends, my guess is there would be a lot of people who would probably apply and raise their hand to do the job. Okay, now there's six different people saying, I'll be the guardian. They're all getting their own attorneys. They're all fighting, and it turns into who's the best, uh, which means you need to trash everyone else and try and be the best uh, guardian. And by the way... Um, a lot of times, depending on how this drags out, what happens to the little one in the meantime? They have to go somewhere. If they can't decide on it, where are we going? It could be foster care. Mm-hmm. Okay, so something like that, something disastrous like that could happen. So if you really hate your family, especially the kids, that's one way to light everyone up. Um, it'll be bad for your children who are in limbo, basically. And then it'll be bad for any family member who was honestly kind enough to step forward and say, I will take the responsibility of watching over the kids. Okay, so that's a great way to do it. Great way to ruin things. Yeah. Uh, hate to think about and, and joke about that with children, but, you know, that's, that's kind of the, again, sarcastic approach to today's conversation. Just have a little bit of fun, a little lighter um, approach to things. Um, the next thing you would do, Nick's next tip for how to uh, leave a mess for your family would be to not spend any time updating things, right? Right. If you have a document that's even 30 years old, let it be. (laughs) Exactly. Set it and forget it. You know, that old plan you did in 1997 when the, the kids were young and your parents who have now passed away were in charge and you lived out of state. Don't get any of that updated. Okay. So leave it as is. And have all the decision makers, they've already they've gotten older, they've passed on. Maybe there's two new children that you've had since you put that in place. Let's cut them out. Why why include the children? Um, so yeah, just leave something totally out of date and a plan that 
if you read it, will not make any sense uh, in today's circumstances. That's a great way to do it. And then if you want a bonus tip on that, have some specific high-value gift saying, I want to leave the lake house or my family home or an antique collector car um, to someone else as their portion of the inheritance. Leave that in there even after the lake home isn't there anymore so that person gets the short <laughs> end of the stick. Okay, so that, that's kind of a bonus tip if you really want that to hurt. Oh, man, that's, uh, that's brutal. What about just telling someone what you want to leave them, right? Kind of just verbalizing it, but not actually having any documents to back it up. Does that work? Um, if you hate your family, it works very, very well. Um, so the, the situation here... Maybe you say, hey, I want you to have this. I want you to have the car. Um, I want to make sure you're taken care of. We're actually dealing with one right now where a lady passed away and her granddaughter was living in one of the lady's houses uh, rent-free for a few years before she passed. And it's kind of a sad scenario because the granddaughter, uh, I think her husband passed away unexpectedly and she's having you know tough time raising the kids. And so grandma just bought another house and said, here you go, you can live there uh, rent-free to help out. And she always said to the granddaughter, you know, you, you can, this house is yours, you can have the house, I'm taking care of you. And guess what? It's not in the documents. Will was never updated. So what did we have to do? We had to tell the, I had to tell this lady, either you need to pay rent to the estate, you need to buy the house, or we have to evict you, one of the three. That's a great way to do it. And then the family will fight because they will probably legitimately say, well, that's not what mom wanted, or mom or dad or whomever said this, right. which would be true, but that's not what the plan says, so that's not what's going to happen. So that's a great way to light everyone up. Mm. Well, we got a couple more. If this hasn't been enough yet. For, uh, for your family, if you still still want to just twist that got, knife a little bit We can do more. better. We can do worse. Exactly right. <laughs> we can do more here. Um, all right. So we've talked about trust in the past, about setting one up and actually going through and taking the time to build a great estate plan, but you still have to fund it, right? And that's another plot spot where you could really leave a shortcoming for your family. Exactly right. Um, we deal with this all the time. I think it's a good idea if you hate your family, spend all the time, the money, the effort, put the thought into it to put a great potential plan in place and then don't fund it. Okay, so basically take the ball to the goal line uh, and then just quit. So don't take it across uh, into the end zone. Um, and then make sure all of this, this great plan you put into place make sure it doesn't work. So the kids will not only have a mess to clean up, but they'll also look at it and see the potential and see, oh my goodness, everything could have been avoided. This could have been done so easily. So tease them, okay? Make it like window shopping for estate planning. Let them see what could have been done, but know that they didn't finish the job. Okay, think of it like a big fancy sports car, but you can't drive it. There's no gas, no keys. So that rubs it in a little bit more, I think, would make it even more uh, upsetting. All right, we got one more. <laughs> one more tip we want to provide. How about this one? Um, maybe kind of leaving like a little bit of a treasure hunt for, for your kids um, <laughs> after you pass away by not telling them anything about what you're leaving them, not telling them where the documents are, not telling them if you have an estate planning attorney at all, not telling them anything about what you've done, just making them figure it out. 
Exactly. So this is like uh, one of those, you know, murder mystery games. If you've ever been to done one of those party games at a dinner, um, let them dig through, let them tear the house up whenever you get sick. So you go into the hospital, let them tear the house up to try and find out if there's a power of attorney or anything that allows someone to take control instead of being there for you. So tell them to leave the hospital to tear the house up to see what's going on. Wonder if they can make any decisions. Do they need to hire a lawyer? And then instead of grieving, being comforted, knowing things are okay, give them legal issues to worry about. Make it worse. And then, and and Ben, I've had this happen a number of times. I get families who will call every estate planning attorney in town and just ask us, hey, did you prepare a will for my mom? Her name is Jane Smith. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, we get a couple of those a week. Um, And actually, the Bar Association sends out mass emails to all the local attorneys saying someone is looking for a potential will for this person. Can anyone check their client files? And if anyone did a will for this person, please let us know right away. I, I legitimately have that. Man. So it's it's awful. And I've had to do it on a numbers, numerous occasions. And unfortunately, to this point, the answer has always been no. Um, it's not something we've done. So they don't have it. They don't know about it. They don't know who's in charge. They don't know if anyone's in charge. Instead of dealing with being there for the family or being in the hospital for you, they're tearing the house up, getting out uh, the Google, um, you know, the Google app on their phone, and calling every lawyer in town and just saying, "Hey, any chance that you did an estate plan for my mom and we're actually okay?" Wow, that's that's kind of depressing to hear, honestly. Um, well, yeah. But if you don't, want, if you want to make it difficult for your family, that's a great way to do it. It also doesn't make it very easy for the estate planning attorneys either. And some of these these tips too, Nick, could just be, hey, if you don't like your estate planning attorney, here's the, some things you can do as well. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's another episode. I don't know. But again, let's these are, not lock ourselves in. <laughs> uh, hold on a minute there. These are, <laughs> the again, tips for estate planning if you don't want to make it easy for your family. If you don't care to take care of the loved ones in your lives, you know, these are the things you would do. So obviously, work with someone like Nick over Rosenbauer Law Office to go through these things and make sure they are in order, that you're not doing the items we talk about today. But we wanted to kind of change our approach to this episode and and uh, and do it this way because we, we talked about it last episode and I think we had some fun with it. But still, there are some serious underlying points that we hope to make through the course of this episode. But again, if you do want to talk to Nick and get an estate plan started or just have him check up on what you've done so far, there's a button on his website, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com, big orange button right on the front. You won't miss it. Click on that, and it'll set you up a time to, to get in front, when, front of Nick and, uh, and start working through some of these things as well. All of our resources that, that Nick offers are there as well, plus the podcast. So there's a ton of great information on the website as well. So even if you don't want to schedule a call right now, go visit it. Spend some time there. Learn, learn some more. Um, hopefully this podcast will help you with that as well. All right, Nick, let's close it out on that note. Uh, you did a good job with this. I, I put the pressure on you, but you delivered. Yeah, I... Uh... I, it's just kind of a whole uh, whole list of what not to do in my family, um, or I'll be really mad at you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, it's, we unfortunately deal with this every day. And if you want a bonus one that I actually just thought of while we were talking here, okay. Ben, another one, wait till the last minute. Wait till it's a health emergency. Uh, wait until you're in the hospital and, and then have the kids running around and calling an attorney and or nursing home visits, um, you know, come and try and sign these things on your deathbed. And look, I've done that plenty of times, um, and people need it. And sometimes 
something happens unexpectedly and we need to get this done in a hurry. Okay, so I've done it, but I know that's really stressful as well. Everyone's under pressure. We don't know how much time we have, and it takes away the focus from doing other things. So that's another bonus tip if you really want to uh, to cause problem, kind of wait to the last minute. But yeah, for those of you who, again, just want to extract revenge on the family, whether they forgot your birthday, something like that, I'm not <laughs> sure. This is a great way to do it, and I think you guys have a lot of good tips here. Uh, but don't tell your kids or grandkids or whoever you're going to mess or you know screw over on this. Don't tell them I told you to do that. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it on the recording, Ben. Make sure you don't cut this. And this is in the podcast as well, but I'm telling people, obviously, tongue-in-cheek, don't do this. Uh, but I know we kind of locked ourselves into this, and a lot of our a lot of our listeners were, were looking forward to it. Yeah, no question. We appreciate you taking us through this, Nick, as always. And if you haven't subscribed to Complete Estate Planning, please do so. You'll find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, all the major podcasting platforms. And we will talk to you again on the next episode. Thanks, Nick. Hey, thanks a lot, Ben. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll try and turn things back around next time and actually give some good advice again, bring it back to normal. So uh, stay tuned for next episode. The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.